This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Chicago is a city known for great summer events. That might be why Chicagoland Speedway isn't just calling this a race. It's the 2019 NASCAR Summer Festival weekend. As the second half of the season gets underway, our NBC crew will be with you every weekend beginning tomorrow in the Windy City. Today, the hot air is coming from here in our studio, but don't worry. We've got some windbags on the ground in Joliet, Illinois, too. Rough start today, huh? Kyle Petty and Rutledge Wood are getting an early start to the weekend. We'll check in with them from the track. Can't do a Thursday show without all of you iRacers joining us from around the world. NASCAR isn't the only series in our spotlight today. Hint, we're going to keep the road course theme from last week going today. And a look at the top five moments from Chicagoland, including a citrus fruit on the loose. If you don't know, you will soon yes. find out. Providing that hot air from here in our NBC Sports studio in Connecticut, I pointed to you guys. Yeah, Connecticut's apparently. own Parker Clearman and the pride of Los Gatos, California, AJ Allmendinger. It is finally here, our chance to get stuck in race traffic, but also our chance to take in that sweet smell of tire rubber and racing fumes. Are you excited? Yes. What are you looking forward to? Well, it's Chicagoland, which we saw a great race last year between Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson. I loved the finish of that race. It was hotter than the actual surface of the sun last year, <laughs> so I'm hoping it's maybe just a tick down on the temperature, but uh, the racing action there is awesome, and I think with this new package, we, see, we could see some very interesting restarts. Are we going to tandem race? We're definitely not going to tandem race. <laughs> no, no <laughs> it's, do that again. As this package developed, the mile-and-a-half races we've seen have really be competitive, so uh, this is a racetrack that... It's kind of like Atlanta in the sense it really wears out tires. You're going to have to use all lanes of the racetrack. Uh, you know, maybe a guy like Kyle Larson, his struggles that he's had mm -hmm. so far this year, this is a racetrack that plays into his favor. But uh, tire wear is going to be a big deal. Track position is always critical. But we've seen great racing and maybe get a new winner. Mm. We'll, that, to, we'll, we'll see. We'll figure that yeah, out. We'll later. discuss yeah. it throughout the show. I mean, well, yep, we're yeah. going to talk about the race for sure. If you have any motorsports questions, actually about any form of racing for AJ or Parker, just use the hashtag NASCAR America. We're going to open up the motorsports mailbag and answer them throughout the show. So go ahead and send them in right now. Each send Thursday, we also give you some homework, the chance to choose the motorsports star of the week. Now, this week's nominees are Martin Truex Jr., of course, for his win at Sonoma. Uh, then you have Ross Chastain, uh, which was huge. I mean, Ross Chastain, he did it. Uh, Alexander Rossi, Road America, he led all but one lap. And then Lewis Hamilton, the French Grand Prix, led the entire race. Head over to NBCSports.com slash NASCAR vote. And a reminder, you can vote as often as you want. Just keep hitting that refresh button. We're going to have the final results later on. Guys, some strong contenders there. Anybody jumping out? Well, you pick it. I have to go Ross because, Krista, we stood on that stage last week and I said, I'm betting on Ross Chastain. They went out there, Nice Motorsports, that team, to really have to figure out what happened last week, the, just the disappointment, and to go out there and make sure that they did it again. 
you know, Ross is on a roll. It's, uh, it's fun to see, especially a little team like that, to go out there and have such victory taken away from them the week before and go out there and do it again. And you're not just saying that because you're racing – well, he's going to be, I will be his teammate okay. and Justin Haley's teammate. It's their world. I'm just living in it next week Got in Daytona. It. Got it. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going Ross as well. So not to sway the votes. I think he's most likely going to win this anyway. But, I mean, just the adversity he overcame, everything he's been through in his career, to have this opportunity, what they went through last week was such a Ross Chastain thing to happen to him. <laughs> but now to come back and win and have it count, this was a really cool weekend for them. I don't know. I feel like when you say not to sway the votes, I don't, I don't care. We're trying to sway the yeah, votes. We're yeah, we're I mean, this true. is huge. It's, it kind of goes above and beyond. But, no, I mean, seriously, whoever you think, uh, have your voice heard, and we'll check in with you uh, later in the show for those results. Well, this race marks the beginning of NBC stretch taking you through the season finale in Homestead in November. It was this race last year when like Parker said the temperatures rose and the finish <laughs> yeah. certainly brought the heat. Coming up on one lap to go and here comes Larson. Larson to the bottom of the track. Good job. Trying to take the lead away. Good job. Almost. Good job. And here comes Larson down to the bottom of the racetrack. Good job. Trying to take the lead away. Good job. Good job. Here comes the 18, he puts the oh ball to the back goodness. of him. The 18 into the wall. Kyle Busch will win. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. If you don't like that kind of racing, don't even watch. It is a phrase Kyle Petty enjoys hearing almost as much as participation trophy. <laughs> KP and Rutledge Wood have been reunited and it feels so good. They are at the Chicagoland Speedway. Hey guys, what's going on in your time zone today? What are you excited about? Oh, so much. There's people everywhere. We've been swamped today. It's, swamped at the it's insane. There's threes of fans here that made it down from Ontario, threes Canada. Threes of fans. Threes of fans. Just off camera, but it's shirts amazing. are optional on Thursday, so we haven't we haven't asked anyone to dress up. We spent most of our day kind of getting these lines behind you, the grass lines. Great. Can you see them? Uh, perfect, yes. because we want everybody to know, like, once NASCAR and NBC comes back, we mean business. Yeah. We are serious about having a good time. Listen, we can't wait for you guys to get up here because it's exciting. Dale, Jerry came in uh marty and burns uh, everybody's here but you guys okay oh. so it's really exciting to be here no joke walking through the garage area going down talking to some of the competitors in the truck series and the arca series it's just good to be back at a racetrack and rutledge and i got to ride around and have some fun yesterday and invite some people to the race yeah. uh, uh and it's called the nascar on nbc crew and review that's who's going to be at chicago the nascar on nbc crew and review right here chicagoland speedway be there. Tune in Sunday, 3 p.m. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good, wasn't it? I don't know where they at. I memorized my line, man. Over now. What kind of, I memorized um, my line, man. What kind of, uh, what kind of lawnmower <laughs> makes those lines so straight? If that's seriously. I don't think that's all you guys have been doing out there because rumor is that you guys were um, hanging out in Joliet and uh, got to do something pretty cool. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. as, as Kyle says, when he says that we invited some people to yes. the race, he's leaving out the part that we may have dressed up like the Blues Brothers yesterday, Jake Maybe. Elwood. And we spent our time riding around in an old Monaco yeah. cop car. We got it from also, the Mount Prospect yes. police auction. Had uh, cop shocks, <laughs> yes. uh, cop motor, cop tires. I, I think I what? hear our call. I think I hear our call. Are you guys? Luckily, the speaker wore out <laughs> after about traffic of probably 45 minutes. And, and yes. guys, AJ, y'all can know uh, Kyle and a mic without supervision for 45 minutes is an eternity. Yes. Yeah. And is that, were we seeing a police escort or were you guys actually being arrested at one point there? Uh, 
You have to tune in Sunday to see how the outcome all is. Right. We call that a tease on TV. All I know is they won't bond you out until after lunchtime the day after. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's okay? true. Yeah. Well, 24 I, hours, you have to stay in. They won't bond you out, okay? You did just, that. Just there, there's you, know. a, you got all the races going on in the racetrack. Are they jumping in the motocross race outside the racetrack as well? Right. There's a, yeah, the motorcycles are there. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to like let the cat out of the bag about the pit bike nationals. But AJ, being the pride of Los Gatos, uh, meant you were able to actually be in the race without having to qualify. So basically, bring your helmet and your jersey. I've got uh, goggles. Uh, I've got a boot. I've got a helmet that probably won't fit you that Thor made me. But uh, you're welcome it to borrow be. any of it. So yeah, uh, Ryan Villapoto is going to be here this weekend. Yeah. Uh, be cool. Really. I feel like the pit bike nationals is more our speed. We did the Ricky Carmichael University. We did the Ricky Carmichael university and we were on what were we on 250s we were, we were on like 125 125s and they put us in a class with 50s the class with the 50s that's how <laughs> and that's those how kids advanced. They, smoked they, us I, all i know is i ran over a kid and he said don't do that again mr petty and i said so when you go to driving school and they call you mr petty that was not pretty yeah so yeah it's gonna be there's a little bit of everything we're gonna yeah. tell you about some of the other cool stuff uh coming up we're gonna move a little bit closer i think to the action yeah uh, next, so we'll show you that coming up. Okay. It's exciting. I'm well, just the, telling I can't you. Wait. The best part is you, for, you can for, cut for it with them, a knife, man. It's bikes. exciting. Can't for wait. me, it's a regular size bike. Oh, did you get that? I got that. <laughs> AJ's <laughs> small, guys. He's really small. <laughs> just so you know. Oh, oh. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. Oh. I get it. We That's get it. Good. We're all friends good stuff, here, guys. All right, Rutledge and Kyle are going to join us again later in the show. We'll see where they end up. But coming up next, we're going to fire up the simulator. But we're saving Chicagoland's laps. AJ loves a road course. Luckily for him, the IMSA drivers are on the schedule this weekend at one of his favorite places. That's coming up. I'm wrecking some people. <laughs> to go around the world in 60 seconds. We start with a dramatic scene from the 24 hours of the Nürburgring. Alexander Prinz escaped from this huge fire parker in his Ferrari. That race is absolutely insane. I was hanging out with Lee Keen, who's raced over there, and he told me it's the most insane race he's ever done in his life. You have super fast supercars and just regular cars all on the same track at the same time over 24 hours. That's probably the least insane thing that happened this weekend to me. So he drives the car and puts out the fire. Yeah, I mean, that's normal. Oh, here you go. Look, you got a BMW with its oh. basically its hood. This up. is Rudy Adams. Oh. His hood flew open. Well, that got it down. There you go. <laughs> this is still at the Nürburgring. Um, yep. He was able to get back to pit road only to hit the barrier. Wow. <laughs> that's another tactic. Yeah, watch this. Check out their reaction. They can only laugh at that point. Oh. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Well, really, not for them, but no, for no, us. I but mean, us. It gives Ewing. us, yeah. I'm telling you, that race is full of meme gold all the yeah. way through it because it's just, it's hilarious. There's so many funny things that happen. Video candy. All yes. right, let's, uh, how about the, the sweet spot of Watkins Glen? Yes, in upstate Insa. New York. So that's where they're going to be this weekend. Going over there for the six hours of the Glen. So as you can see, New York City down here, we're over right here. Okay. And all the way up here, about five, six hours, is Watkins Glen. And this weekend, they're running the long course, which is a lot different than what we run in the Cup Series because at turn five, where we go straight, they go into what's called the boot. So turn six, turn seven, turn eight, turn nine, which is pretty tricky, and then back to joining the course that we run in the Cup Series. So it's a longer course. But for these cars, it's a very cool course. People love the boot. It's very historic. Mm -hmm. But enough of me talking about it. We got, it? Yeah, we got AJ in the sim. Okay. Why don't we just go down there and actually join him because I think he's going to get started here soon. AJ, don't mess this up. 
Parker. Always a chance of me messing this up. So what are you in right now? You're in a Ford GT, Ford right? GT. In the GTLM class. Watkins Glen here. Sports car racing started back in 1968. This is a racetrack that's about high commitment, high speeds. You go down here into turn one. It's hard to pass here, especially in the six hours because the braking zones are so short because the speeds are so high here. We come up here through the S's. We're going to be Ooh, side by side. It's hard to run side by side, but that's we're going to make scary. that pass. Come up You're through the, the last part of the S. On the grab back. six gear down the back straight away here. One of my favorite corners, the bus stop. Come in here, short braking zone. This is going to be tight. <laughs> down three gears. You got it. Nicely the bus done. Stop. Get the car turned back, back wide open, up to fourth here. Round the carousel. Lot of G-force on the driver's necks here. Hard, Don't go right. Wide open. Don't go right. Go straight. There you go. Good We're gonna job. make a pass here. Into the corner. Now this is what you're talking about, Parker. You're in the boot. The boot. This yep. is one of the. Oh, oh, we got loose out of that. Get some compression there. Got an LMP car going by. We got be a DPI in real life. Oh, oh no! We're oh. loose. We're gonna. Oh, no, no, we're saving it. We're saving it. <laughs> Throttle back up. You might want to put that brake bias a little forward. That's uh, that's a little twitchy. Yeah. Just a little bit. Tried a new setup for this race. So far, we only got, got five hours and 59 minutes left to go in this race. Yep. Second gear here. And now you're coming up on turn nine, which I find to be one of the trickiest corners. You I don't go know why. in here, the corner falls away at first. Yep. So you got to get it pointed, get back throttle, it gets a little loose right here. It's because like the track falls away from you a little bit. And then some hard. of the quickest corners here. Just a little lift in the GT car. Oh, you were committed. Just another. Downshift, quick corner, got to get back to wide open, leave it all the way out on the edge of the racetrack here. That's one lap, man. We got six hours and 58 minutes, so you, five you, hours and 58 minutes to go in the six hours. So race. you bring it up, that's one lap, doing yep. six hours. Oh, oh, we, oh see, that's what, I, that's what happens in sports car racing. Yeah. One of the fast DPI cars comes by, I turn in, he's there, contact, damage on the right side, and team owner's yelling at you like, <laughs> why are you messing up my race car? We have five hours and 58 minutes to go. You get out of the car, the teammates are looking at you like, dude, really? You already crashed my car, now I gotta get in this thing? I'm just gonna let you keep going. Keep you going You see up. here, three wide, nowhere to go, into the bus stop, outside, I'm gonna make that move. That would be your teammate get out of the way. Four GT. Here we go. You didn't run into him, good no. job. Oh, oh, she's got some understeer. I Once like again, my neck's already this, tired. I'm this, not even feeling any G forces. I'm tired looking at your neck right now. Just you got, and you can see just cars all the way, all just around me all the time. Yep. But the endurance of this, doing this for six hours, going around this place at such high speeds. I mean, this is definitely a taxing race in the endurance category because of how high speed it is. Yeah, in the especially in the DPI class, the average speeds are over 130. Wow. So it is just so much speed. And talking to the drivers this weekend, they said that they really ramped up their workout because it is one of the most physically demanding races that they go to because it is always high speeds and high commitment level for the whole race. That's insane. And I think that's the thing, you know, even like cup version that we run in the NASCAR side of things, it's such a fast racetrack for us. It's like a speedway compared to, you know, Sonoma being a short track. Yeah, and really a couple years ago when they repaved this track, it just brought the speeds even higher up. So before with the old pavement that we kind of see right now, the cars would slide around a little bit. The speeds weren't quite as high. They were still really high, but you could kind of relax a little bit. Oh, 
You see that pitch right handed right there. That was pretty impressive. I'll but, give you that. But one. now with the repave, the tires don't go off, so every lap is almost basically a qualifying lap for these drivers because of the speeds. And it's just a fun racetrack. But as I said, trying to pass here, the brake zones are so short. So when you get a move like this, you yep. either don't commit or you commit and you go for it. We see what happens. I'm locked up. I'm going to make the corner. Make it the corner. Got it. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm up you. on the grass. No, nope, I'm still fine. I'm good. Before you actually find yourself in a wreck, Krista, we're going to cut them off here. All we've learned here, though, big commitment at Watkins Glen. Apparently, I'm for making six hours moves, long. people. AJ's just going to yell all the way to break. Okay, all of you racing against AJ right now. Yes, those are live iRacers. You guys get a little break, but jump back in with us in a few moments when Parker hops behind the wheel to show us the layout at Chicago. 100 bucks for whoever wrecks Parker. <laughs> you heard it. There's a challenge. Gauntlet has been laid down. And coming up next, we don't have as many years to look back on as it's one of NASCAR's newer tracks. We found some keepers for our top five Chicagoland moments. Find out if our list matches yours. Welcome back. It's time for our Thursday trivia question. Which historic Chicago sports facility once hosted a NASCAR Cup Series race? Chicago Stadium, Comiskey Park, Soldier Field, or Wrigley Field? We will have the answer for you in a little bit. Parker thinks he knows it. Be quiet, Parker. Mm. But first, it's our top five moments from Chicagoland Speedway. In 2004, Xfinity Series qualifying was interrupted by of all things, Parker. A giant inflatable orange. I love this moment. It was this it orange is. went rogue and started attacking everyone during qualifying. So then NASCAR had to basically pause that, of course, because there's an orange out there. They put some trucks out trying to stop it. They couldn't get it. Then it oh, went and attacked some campers. That thing was crazy. Aren't, aren't you glad that made our list? Oh, oh that's bad. Okay, so here is number four, and it's 2006. Matt Kenseth and Jeff Gordon yeah. had gotten into it earlier in the season. Jeff Gordon wasn't happy about Matt Kenseth early in the season and he repaid him back and said hey by the way i'm gonna win this race as well yeah that's that's, a, that's the best that's kind of revenge right yeah. yeah all right let's go back to 2004 the cup race this time tony stewart and casey kane this is on the restart yeah so he gets in the back of him causing him to spin and wreck and okay then, so what makes this a moment well what's coming next here okay. you go you have the 19 and the 20 team fighting in the pits we got to see some great video of tommy baldwin right there walking away all angry and I such like, i like that the pit crews just start going at it after yeah. the drivers wreck each other backing I them like up that. right yeah. the 2016 playoff opener now ryan blaney stayed out to take the lead for the final restart but Martin Truex Jr. on fresh tires would not be denied. Yeah, at this point, 2016 on a mile and a half, it was pretty tough <laughs> to stop that 78 car. Especially I, on those fresh tires. Kind of seems the same way. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. last four Three years. Three years later, different. <laughs> at a number one, last year's thrilling finish between Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson, as if it could be anything else. So call this a slide job, but it's an attempted slide job. If it was a slide job, he would have gotten in front of him, but it was an awesome finish. Loved that one. I loved watching it. Loved being there. The crowd energy was amazing. And then these two showing the sportsmen they are shaking hands afterwards. Parker, do you think NASCAR should have made a call and, de and DQ'd them? Absolutely not. Oh, no. Don't get started. Okay, so last year we had that great ending. What will happen this time? Our coverage starts tomorrow. Tomorrow on wow. NBCSN leading up to Sunday's Cup Series race at 3 Eastern. Now, Clint Boyer arrived in Chicagoland early to join IndyCar's Graham Rahal for a special event. Kevin Lee has more. 
One of the many cool things about being a race car driver is you get to do fun things on your days off, like take people around a place like the Autobahn Country Club, Graham Ray Hall and Clint Boyer. And you guys were out here getting after it for one cure. Yeah, it was awesome today. I get the opportunity to scare some people, I hope. Chase this guy down. <laughs> Thought he was going to flip over in his Mustang. But uh, no, it was. Uh, it's a great day to, to come out here, try to raise some money for One Cure. I think we had a really good turnout for our first uh, first ever you know fantasy driver camp, and hopefully we'll keep this going in the future. All across the country, Graham and I, you know, get to do fun things, interact with fans and, and um, you know, all of our partners. But uh, when you get to do something extra special like this and lean on their people that make their world go around, or you don't go around. What what happens here in your world? How, we go around, but we go around the in different way. shapes yes. sometimes. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun to be able to, to interact with with not only the one key or people that do so much for us and their cause, their benefit, but uh, to put some money back into that cause as well, like we're doing here today. I peed my pants a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You both have been affiliated with One Cure for a couple of years now. Graham, explain what it is and why it's so important. Well, One Cure is based out of Colorado State University in the Flint Animal Cancer Center. And, you know, really what they do is they utilize um, comparative oncology, so utilizing information, studies that they learn in dogs, um, you know, to help cure cancer in humans and vice versa. So now we get to the NBC part of the NASCAR schedule back at Chicagoland this weekend. So let's talk shop for just a moment. You had a real good chance to win here last year. What kind of chance do you have this weekend? Well, same chance. Yeah. I mean, you always come to win. If you didn't, it's a long ways over here. <laughs> you come to win every every time you show up to the racetrack. But uh, there's 39 other maniacs to show up with that same mentality. So uh, looking forward to it. It's always a good show out there. Old racetrack, you know, it hasn't been repaved. Um, you know, I like those old wore out, uh, you know, rough racetracks. Got a lot of character in them, kind of like me. And, uh, um, you know, it's just a lot of fun to be able to, to come out and put on a show out here in this market. So what do you say? Old and a lot of character or yeah. wore out? Like wore out and old. <laughs> third, oldest, actually, third oldest asphalt, I think, yeah. on the NASCAR Actually, schedule. I think at one point, I don't know if it still stands, but I, I held the track record there in a where, champ car. Where they were? Yeah, they were in 06, uh, Forsyth, Team Forsyth, myself Ooh. and PT went out there and tested there. I, I was quicker. Those cars were yeah. really fast. Yes. It was awesome. That yeah. place was insane. All right, let's go ahead and talk some NASCAR storylines. Uh, Stuart Haas Racing. I mean, no question frustrated, winless so far. I mean, we're at, you know, the second half of the season. We're going to, you know, kind of take over the coverage, and they're still looking for victory lane. And it's amazing when you look back to what they were achieving last season, especially one of the most glaring examples is Kevin Harvick, who last year had multiple wins, many stage wins, was really on fire in the top fives, although top fives I kind of think are vanity metrics at this point, knowing how we talk about points per race these days. But I think the thing is we've been wondering this whole time, what's gone wrong? What's yeah. the issue? And you've been seeing the four, you know, have the speed at times, but making mistakes, having issues that happen towards the end of a race, stopping them from getting that win. But finally this week I saw Kevin Harvick had some quotes that kind of gave some light to what's been going on. And okay. he talked about how he felt like they had went the wrong way at the beginning of the season in the design of their race cars. And that can, you know, with a new design or new package like we've had this year, it's bound to happen that some team is going to pick the wrong direction. And that's what Stuart Haas, he felt like, did at the beginning of the season. They've been able to turn that around. You've seen the speed out of them now. So I think it's just a matter of time for him and that four team to execute. When you look at Clint Boyer, aside from the lack of two wins. He's really on par what he was last year. Eric Amarola is exactly in the same point, place in points as he was last year in 11th. And Suarez is actually doing a better job here at Stuart Haas than he was at Joe Gibbs Racing. He's 13th in points. So I think when you look at the, the, the deal there, the glaring example is Kevin Harvick. But 
if, that, if it's really true that they feel like they found what they went wrong, then they're going to find this going forward, and that four car will win. I actually believe, if you look at our fantasy going later, maybe mm. this weekend. More foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, it's really just execution. Even though they haven't had the outright speed that they had compared to the field last year, it's just execution, going out there and making sure it happens. You know, Kevin Harvick, if you really look at it, he scored the most points on a mile and a half racetrack out of anybody by over 20 to 25 points. So the speed is there. They just got to execute. I think that's where Kevin Harvick's frustrations have been the last few weeks, whether it's wrong calls, pit mistakes, just things not going the right way. But they're going to get wins. I don't doubt it. Okay, so, it's amazing they have them by this point. Yeah. So know? the playoff picture, I mean, from here on out, it's kind of going to be one of, if not the biggest story each weekend because – Time's going to start running out on some of these guys who are further back on that bubble. Yeah, so what we've kind of pointed out here is Suarez in 13, 31 to the good, all the way back to Ricky Stenhouse in 20th, 43 out, are kind of the bubble for us right now mm -hmm. between what AJ and I have decided. So we're going to bring this up a little bit closer, if, I, if this works. Hold on. Is it working? Nope. There we go. Here you go. Something happened here. Magic <laughs> of the TV. Now we're there. Uh, and so, AJ, take it away here. But starting with Suarez, what we have here is basically their average finish on mile-and-a-half tracks, the five that they've done before Chicagoland, and their total points because this really shows you how well they've run. Yeah, if you look at the average finish, sometimes that doesn't tell the whole story, especially now with stage racing because mm -hmm. you get points during the stages. You can run fifth all day, and next thing you know, last restart, get wrecked, and you have a 37th-place finish. So looking at here – the biggest thing that the glaring that stands out to me is the 15th and 16th place in points. Kyle Larson, Ryan Newman. You look at their average finish, 17.4 for Ryan Newman, 20.8 for Kyle Larson. But the bigger deal is this, Parker, 103 points for Ryan Newman on mile-and-a-half racetracks. So what does that mean? Going to Chicago, I wouldn't bet on that. Ryan Newman's one point to the good. They've really struggled. But if you look at his teammate, his teammate, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., that's been one of his strongest yeah. racetracks is mile and a half. He's got 161 points. So it's one of these things, especially when you go to these mile and a half racetracks where you can look at, because you look at over the last couple of years, doesn't matter. Not the same type of car anymore. So looking at these points, they're all kind of grouped up, except Ryan Newman's had some struggles on the mile and a half racetrack. So will that change this weekend? And I think that's the really interesting point you pointed out there is that the guy in 20th, 43 points out, is going to a place where he's probably been the most successful of all this group of cars they're in the mile and a half where we normally think of mile and a half as so car dependent, right? There's so much, it's so technical. It really depends on your race car. So to see two teammates have a huge discrepancy as those two have in points scored, that's really glaring and positive for Ricky Stenhouse in so many ways. I think also looking at 15th place there, Kyle Larson, right? We've been talking about him throughout the season. Mm -hmm. What was it? Bad luck for a while there. Then it's yeah. mistakes being made. He goes out and wins the pole at Sonoma. That has a decent run, better run than he's probably had there in the past because he maybe made his car a little better on the long run. But now he's going to racetrack where he has the best average finish, right? He's not been the best in terms of on the mile and a half. As you can see here, he's got the worst numbers of anyone in this group. But he has the best average finish going back. So we don't want to take too much from the past. But if you're going to say, okay, if they're turning things around, his teammate Kurt Busch has been great at some of the mile and a half this year, then this could be a great weekend for Kyle Larson. But I feel like a broken record when I say that yeah. because I feel yeah. like I've been saying I'm, it all season. I'm the same way. The one thing for me about Kyle Larson this weekend is this track is worn out. Yep. We heard Clint yep. Boyer talk about it. These guys are probably going to have to run the fence again. That's, That's where Kyle Larson shines. Yeah, and how important Definitely. are these mile-and-a-half tracks? So they've had five so far, 11 total on the season, and we're going to see a lot of them yeah. yep. uh, in the playoffs as well. Okay, it's been a few minutes since we checked in <laughs> at the track. That's where Kyle Petty and Rutledge Wood are today. Oh, you guys have moved. Rut, what's wow. going up? Yes. 
Krista, there's so much going on here. We had to find a different spot in a shady tree. We're going to tell you all about it and what makes this place so fun for AJ Allmendinger when we get back. You can see the Dale Jr. download Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. And good news, if you miss it on Tuesday, you can catch the re-air every Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern. Junior's sister Kelly was the guest this week, and she shared some incredible stories of their time growing up. Well, you've had some time to think about our Thursday trivia question. Which historic Chicago sports facility once hosted a NASCAR Cup Series race? Was it Chicago Stadium, Comiskey Park, Soldier Field, or Wrigley Field? What do you guys think? See? Soldier C. Field? C. The answer yeah. is... Oh, yeah! Yes! Soldier Field, 1956 right. by Fireball Roberts. Before it became home field for the Chicago Bears in 1971, Soldier Field was a multi-purpose stadium that included a half-mile racetrack around the football field. Hard to believe, but training camp for the Bears begins in less than a month. Now, I grew up just a few hours away from Chicago, so in 1985, I was all about the Super Bowl shuffle. Okay. You remember that, right? Okay, yeah. now Rutledge Wood is a big fan of the Goonies. Ironically, that movie released the same year as the <laughs> Bears theme song. Right, you're doing a different kind of shuffle right now. Yes. Shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> that's hey, more like the, that's the icky shuffle. I don't know what that is. Hey, Help. my grandfather raced at Soldier's Field. Did he yeah. really? Did Two. he see Chester Copperpot there or one-eyed Wood from the Goonies? Could have. I was there. No, you weren't. No, I, that's a lie. <laughs> I just thought I'd say it. <laughs> so much sports history in this town. Yes. And tomorrow, guys, I'm hoping that Kyle and I get to make history here at the slide Fun Slide. Job. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Now, different from last year, this will be a slide job that we complete. Yes. It will it be was a not completed completion. last year, and neither was the pass in the grass. So just for you NASCAR historians, two famous events that were never completed. The right, slide guys, job turn or the around. pass guys, in the grass. Guys, turn around. Turn around behind me. There's fans. There's fans. Slide job. <laughs> slide job. Two fans, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. I'm telling you, guys, it only, it only takes a Thank spark. You. To get a fire going. Four people, it's a party here, people. Four people, it's a party. Hey, speaking of a, speaking of a, a spark and a fire, this weekend there's also the barbecue showdown. Yes. The Smoke Down Barbecue first annual is going to be here. We're talking Dr. Barbecue. Ray Lamp's going to be here. Myron Mixon, Chris Lilly. My buddy Panini Pete's on his way right now. Last time Rutledge and I went to a barbecue cook-off, we gained 25 pounds and had to burn our clothes when we got back to the hotel because boy, they smelled like smoke. Time of Remember? our life. That was a great the time. The American great Royal. Time. Nice yeah. grab. That's a nice grab. That's a good Yes. Uh, my buddy Stretch is going to be here from Kansas City. So there's going to be some amazing barbecue competition that happens here this week. And you know I love barbecue. My parents place Katie Lou's Cafe. It's, yes. it's in my yes. soul. The barbecue. Nice little plug there for Katie Luce. Good Nicely job. done. Nicely. Well played. Hi, Mom. Thanks well for played. watching. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. We know the Pit Bike National is going to be here. There's so much going on that's for the fans. It's hard to see it today. Oh, yeah. Early. Oh, yeah. Let me let me just say this. They're having a race here. They're having a race. Oh, that's okay? for the fans? Yes. Yeah. Our right. first race. NASCAR on NBC is back Sunday. I'm telling you, they're having a race. They're having all this stuff for the fans. The main event. Sunday. Be and it, there. it has been real rainy here in the Chicago area. It's been kind of cold and rainy. And this weekend is going to be beautiful. beautiful. The fans that we've seen here are so excited about that yeah. already. And they, they're ready to enjoy a summer. And that summer race yeah. is kicking off here. We couldn't be more excited about it. Yep. Both of ready. them? Both, both fans? 
Oh, yes. Oh, All four? You said it, not me. You said it. I know. Hey, can Guys, the it's Thursday. The five I'm that we've sorry. seen are excited. The five we've seen are excited. No, it's listen, yeah, we understand. It's up. Thursday. You are guys are just setting the scene for the flavor, and that's what we wanted from you. But, KP, is it true you and yes. Rhett will be camping right where you are until we come on the air tomorrow for Fan Friday, which you will be a part of? Are you guys spending yes. the night right there? Yes, yes. I, I am so excited about this. And just so you know, Krista, there's we a are. little game over here to the side called Catch the Lucky Duck, but all the ducks are named Goose. So that's just for you. So uh, thought I would throw that out. Who would that's name nice. a duck, duck, duck Goose? Goose. I don't know. Who would name a Duck Goose? See, I mean, the, world fa- the weirdest part is the mom duck is like 30 years old yes, or so. I know, I know. Iowa, Can't crazy. wait. We're camping right here under this shade tree. The only shade in Chicago right now. No, Amen. That's why he's throwing. Fan That's Friday what? is going to be cool because that is obviously <laughs> happening when on-track activity is happening. Fan Friday is going to have a lot going on. You guys are just in your own little world oh, there, man. aren't you? Yes, we are. It's Thank you for not having us. every day that Kyle Petty will say that someone's throwing shade, guys. It's a big deal. Thanks for having us. Thanks for that having us. That was millennial. Very millennial, Kyle. <laughs> Hey, guys, next week yes, we throw some guys. stuff so off the roof in Daytona. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, we yes. will. We're in a fury. We're in a fury. Just live, some, yeah. in just live in good memories. Let's do that. All right. We're Living the dream, baby. We're I, knew, let I always go. knew I loved you. That was the day I knew for Mostly sure. Mostly because we're a little worried what would happen if we have him back on for another segment. So up next, our grassroots oh. tour of the 50 states continues with a stop in Massachusetts. Why Massachusetts, you say? Well, you have to stick around to find out. And don't forget, oh yeah, he's going to throw something right there. There And don't forget to get your votes in for our Motorsports Star of the Week. Just go to NBCSports.com slash NASCAR vote. We will have the final results next, so keep voting. I was very young. I started racing when I was 13. Kind of just misfits all thrown together. They were the ones that were teaching me. He was one of my teachers back then. He was my coach. He was the first one of that dream. He was a workaholic. He really paved a lot of the way for me. He helped me, mentored me. He had just been around for a long time. A couple times he probably threw me out. And a lot of us leaned on, on their family. What are you doing? What's up? No way. You're right behind me. This is a freaking shock and a half. You can see the debut of Behind the Driver during our pre-race coverage this Sunday. And Joey Logano will be the first one up. Logano grew up in Middletown, Connecticut, which is about an hour from the Massachusetts border. The Pilgrim State has only hosted one NASCAR Cup Series race. It took place in June of 1961 at the Norwood Arena south of Boston. Emmanuel Zarakis, the Golden Greek, was the winner over future Hall of Famer Rex White. Now today, the state's racing tradition continues at Seekonk Speedway. This classic bull ring is also the de facto home track for Rhode Island. It sits just a few miles away from the state line. Seekonk Speedway has been family owned and operated for over seven decades. Dominic and Irene Vendity opened it near their chicken farm in 1946. There they are, their son Francis and grandson David Auburn still run it today. Now, Cup Series champion Martin Truex Jr. and Ryan Priest are among those who've competed at this track. And last night, Seekonk hosted its annual Open Wheel Wednesday. Short track legend Ken Schrader was there. He yes. On the fun. Schrader has probably already been in 100 races this season. That, that's an exaggeration. Only, only 90. Well, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. random a lot yeah. this year so far. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been able to run every night. Ken Schrader's everywhere. Of course, it is. 
our 50 states and our grassroots racing on my track, my roots. We continue to talk about all these great places. We're talking Massachusetts because that's where Pro Motocross is at this weekend for the Southwick National. You can catch it Saturday night at 730 Eastern here on NBCSN. And as Kyle and Relish talked about, this weekend's NASCAR action will have some motocross flavor as part of Chicagoland Speedway Summer Festival lineup. AJ, I know this is big. Motocross legends Jeff Stanton and Ryan Villapoto, they're competing in the Pit Bike National and Champions Park. Villapoto is driving the pace car for Sunday's Cup race. Getting a little double dip there. Yeah. And Jeff Stanton, you ever just see him walking around the pits? I saw him when I was at the Supercross race in New Jersey. He looks like he can still get after on the big boy bikes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's big. It's big. So again, oh, yeah. for the fans, uh, a lot going on in Chicagoland. And we're going to have all the on-track coverage as well. All right. So our poll question. Um, Drum roll. You guys, I know. Do we? Is it, are the, is it time for the final results? This show has flown by. Is it really so. already yeah. time? Okay. I know. Well, final results. Fun. Oh, so it's Truex, Chastain, Rossi, Hamilton. When do we lock them in? Oh, it's, it's tight between Rossi and Chastain. Ross Chastain does it. the votes. I mean, that's that's what it's all about right there. When you got to go out there and win, and you do, and then you get disqualified for it so you yep. go out there and just do, and it, do again. it again you deserve it and i think the coolest thing about ross is you know for so many years we've seen him so spread thin jumping from car to car to car any car he can mm -hmm. drive and now we're seeing singular focus on this truck and running for a championship and i think the performance that we're going to see of him is higher than ever before so i'm excited for the well, like, and running of him and the run in the uh the 10 car this weekend for yes, all the racing exactly. so so I yeah. have a chance. Well, you never know. and, and like you said, betting on himself, did it again, yep. and uh, really just sort of called a shot. Really cool. All right, what's coming up next? We're almost out of time, but we still have some time for you, so, Parker, to get. Yeah, get I'm going to go sale. show AJ how it's done. $100. Basically, this $100 time. $100 for who has no, wrecked First of all, it's $150 to anyone who doesn't wreck me there. That said, don't listen to AJ. time to make a social pit stop. NASCAR is coming to New England next month, but Kyle Larson made an early visit to Foxwoods Resort Casino in Connecticut, taking some laps at their Monza karting track. Very cool. What else is going on in the social media world? Well, that's Ryan Blaney at Wrigley Field for the Chicago Cubs game, there to throw out the first pitch. Let's see how he does. Over the plate, that's all, that's all you can ask for. Now Blaney wasn't the only familiar sight at Wrigley for NASCAR fans because Jeff Burton's car, the NBC car, was there as well. So a lot of fun things happening in Chicago. Now our car here in the studio being driven today by both AJ and Parker. Let's check it out. Thanks, Chris. So, so AJ, I'm starting mid-pack here. Right? That's about right. That's yeah, normal. It's pretty normal, right? Yeah, that's right? actually pretty high qualifying for you. Yeah, well, so thanks, thanks for, the, thanks for the, that nice compliment. But uh, I'm going to go to the front. That's what oh, I'm going to do here. Are you? And I'm going to use all the different lanes because that is the thing about Chicago. With the tires wearing out, that's going to be on offer. But especially on these restarts as we see at the Mama House with this package this year, it's kind of craziness. You can go three or four wide and make positions happen. You think you're going to the top on this start? I'm going to the top. Okay. You watch this. Watch this restart. All right, we got, we got a little good restart here. Oh, I'm ready. The, the 80's so far back. What am I supposed to do? Oh, he's blocking me. That's just, that's a bad that, restart on your part, no, your partner. He, he had a good restart. Did the right thing to block me from going to the top. Oh, man, he's not letting me. I'm going below him. He's done. Look at that. Disposed of him. So, Parker, on. We, we come off turn two here. What makes this corner tricky is it kind of falls away from you. So, as you start to lose the bottom of the racetrack, you lose the, the nose of the race car. Going into three here, you're going to... 
It's bumpy oh. up top. Oh, I, I, I did I, you just lift? I lifted. Oh my god. I got, I got scared. I don't Are we kidding? Wall. Already? You lifted already? I didn't want to hit the wall. Oh, here oh. we go. Now I got the run. Okay, now but got, oh, we see the draft traffic. right here. You're not making a move. Getting into turn one. You haven't passed anybody yet. <laughs> I passed one guy. One guy. This. I'm just okay. warming up. Look at this. Now I'm going to the bottom. Going to the middle. All right, that's two. Oh, here comes three, four. Now what's happening? Look at the momentum change okay. right here. Now where are you going with this one? Oh, I don't know. Got to go to the bottom. Oh, I just slide up a little bit. This isn't a slide job. Don't call it that. This is just simply trying this to hold on. This is what we're going to see here. Three wide racing. Where are you going to go with it? And that is the thing. This is the decision you have to make right here. You got to decide, all right, I'm going low. All right, I'm going to go low here. If you watch the NBCSN car, now I'm in the center. That guy on the inside, he's got no turning ability right there because he's so low. He doesn't isn't able to go. I've cleared the guy on the outside, and now I'm moving forward again. Now, Parker, how long do you think before the tires start going away enough where you're going to have to really start pedaling the car in the middle of these corners? You know, I think that's the interesting thing is, like, we've seen it's different in every racetrack, but here, being so wore out, you're going to have it pretty early on. I'd say five, five to eight laps in, you're definitely going to be lifting a little bit because that's just what's going to happen here. I mean, you're not going to be able to run that bottom lane, like if I try to go to bottom right now, ooh, a little tight on those guys, I can't hold it flat, I'll slide up off two, as you said, because two kind of almost isn't straight. It's not onto a straightaway, it's onto a curved backstretch. So therefore, it's always kind of tightening up on the exit, and you're not able to keep the car on the bottom, and you start to slide up. Yeah, and it's really bumpy here in three and four, and that's what's tough, is you start to lose the bottom of the racetrack. The higher you go up, the bumpier the racetrack gets. So that's what makes running up top at Chicago more difficult than most racetracks because as the tires go away, yeah, you want to move up there to find some grip, but it starts getting bumpier and bumpier, and as the tires go away, the grip not being there, it's easy to get too high and make a mistake and bounce it off the fence. But guys like Kyle Larson, those guys that can run high up there and find the speed, get weird, that, weird get that wall my, of air, get that wall of air up there. Weird you didn't put my name in one of those guys that can run up high right here. Yeah, no. Look at this. Yeah. Look at look what I'm doing. I know you got. You're up to fourth, though. I mean, I'm the just, draft is taking in a big effect here. Hold it. Can you hold it wide open and the tire's still there? No, I can't. I have no. to lift. I have to lift. But I'm, I'm keeping up my momentum. This is what the top side does. You keep up your momentum. You keep the engine higher up in the RPMs. And this, especially in this package, it works so well because you start to get the draft of the guy in front of you. You're using that more momentum. You're in the throttle earlier than they can be in the bottom, and suddenly you have the huge head of momentum going onto the straightaway and you can even maybe go low, try to break the side draft, go There's all the way to the bottom. We're, we're coming to the white, I think, here. Are we so, coming to the white flag? Yeah, so you got what? to make a move. What? I white didn't know flag. This. I didn't know this. All right, I'm going go to the bottom. Top. Oh, look it. You must oh. got that thing oh, hooked up oh, down there. Oh, I'm trying to hold it. Oh. That 96 <laughs> car is all hooked up. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at this. All right, side drafting. This is for the win, basically. Slide job them. This is what you're telling me. For the win, so I'm going to go low, hold it flat. Can I clear him? Oh. Clear oh. Can you hold it? No. Yes! Oh, oh. turned! Oh, no! <laughs> I got turned! Yep, okay, so uh, oh, whoever oh, just... Man. Wow! Ouch! So I'm, who, I'm dizzy. Whoever just did that, you're going to have to uh, look you, me up on uh, my uh, iRacing account. I owe you 100 bucks. <laughs> well done. Oh, you know what? What I'm happened there, it. Parker? I got turned. Yeah. Yeah, I got turned, and you know what, though? Do you want to all the iRacers out there? Do you want to go on a list. rant about why that I don't, guy that should was, be disqualified? That was fair racing. That's fair? Fair racing. Yep. Would you say that if that was real life? Yeah, 
I'd be, I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you would. Yeah, no, it's totally fair. All right, so totally we're going to keep up with this story to see if AJ pays up. So we'll follow that. Uh, but yeah, like the guy said, live racers from all around the world competing in the simulator, uh, their simulators uh, at home. So you can sign up for Fantasy Live. How about a different uh, form that you can get involved with? NASCAR.com, join the NBC Sports NASCAR America League. We're going to start with our cheat sheet for Chicago, courtesy of Dan Beaver at rotoworld.com slash NASCAR. He highlights two drivers from Hendrick Motorsports. Jimmy Johnson is his value pick, William Byron his garage pick, but for the red flag, he's got Kyle Larson, who's earned solid points lately, but has mixed results this year on mile-and-a-half tracks. All right, let's get to your picks, AJ and Parker. AJ, who have you got? Okay, they're up here in the screen. Let's see. Well, talking about, as we said earlier, Kevin Harvick's got the most points scored on mile-and-a-half racetracks. So, shockingly, I went with Kevin Harvick. <laughs> what would be a little bit shocking is, actually, Chase Elliott has the second most points scored on mile-and-a-half racetracks. He's been very quick at any type of racetrack that we go to. I chose Chase Elliott. Joey Logano. They've been a little hit or miss on mile and a half at times, but you know what? This is a racetrack. Summer months, this is where Team Penske starts to figure it out. I go Kyle Larson. He's bringing it. And my ex-teammate, Chris Buescher, quietly running really good on these really mile and a half racetracks. Eric Amarola in the garage. That's a good team. I couldn't use some of those. I couldn't use Joe Logano because I ran out of uses of him this okay. year. So I've got Kyle Busch because I had a couple left. Brad Kozlowski, Kevin Harvick for the reasons you mentioned. Kurt Busch because he has been very impressive on some of the mile and a half earlier mm -hmm. this year. Had a lot of speed in that one car. Martin Truex, I was still able to use him somehow. I don't even know how it's possible. Yeah, that's big. Uh, and then Ryan Blaney. I wanted Chase Elliott, but I was running out of uses, so I went Ryan Blaney. I felt like it was a close counterpart. All right. All right. So. Thanks to everyone who sent in their questions for the Motorsports Mailbag so, at hashtag NASCAR America. You guys have more? Yeah, we're going to have the social. Oh, the questions. You're going to get them up there? Oh, look okay. at that. Power of technology. All right, here's the first one. Will Alex Bowman get his first career win this weekend? I think he's got an opportunity, but it's like they had – like this stretch where they're really good and then they've lost it a little bit. So if I had to put money on it, I wouldn't say this weekend, but he will be solid. You don't have any money left because you got to Yeah, you already lost your 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Uh, oh, this is for you, Parker. Yeah, so basically they're wondering with uh, Levine Family Racing after their great finish, Sonoma, yeah. what it represents them. Obviously, it's an incredible finish for Matt DiBandetto. That team, they really needed that. Yeah. They've had a really tough start to the season. Their only standout for this season has been their run at Daytona 500. But then basically. They have All right, you got there, 10 so seconds to And Matty D can one. drive. He can wheel he can a race drive. car. He absolutely can. Uh, Parker, uh, you know what? I'm not talking about Arrow anymore. <laughs> You're done? Don't talk about it. Uh, this is a good question, but it would take a lot more time okay. than we have to answer. But so, thank you, Devin, Devin for, thank sending you for sending it in. in. We are out of we'll time, see. though. It's off to Chicago, where we'll see you less than 24 hours from now for Fan Friday. Will Martin Truex Jr. win? Will Kyle Larson get his revenge? Will Kyle and Rutledge end up in jail? That one, I can guarantee you, we already heard it's going to happen. We will see you at the racetrack tomorrow. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.